Hi, everybody. I'm Reverend Dr. Cynthia Hewling Hummel from Elmira, New York. I'm a person living with early stage Alzheimer's disease. I'm an Alzheimer's advocate, artist, and author. I'm also a retired Presbyterian pastor, and I'd like to share this prayer with you. Dear Lord, bless those of us who are living who are diagnosed with Alzheimer's or related dementia. When days are difficult, wrap us in a blanket of your love and comfort us with your presence and your peace. When nights are dark, give us a star to follow, a night light in the heavens to remind us that you're there, guarding and guiding us and lighting our paths. When we're discouraged, give us hope. When we're hopeless, give us faith. When we're weary, carry us close to your heart. When we feel depressed or angry, soothe us. Wipe away our tears and our fears and help us move from why me to what's next. We thank you for care partners, for family and friends who are walking with us on this strange and sometimes difficult journey. Give us all strength and courage and a sense of purpose as we join our hands and our hearts to help others we meet along this way. Help us all to cultivate an attitude of gratitude each and every day. Remind us to look for blessings in everyday and holy moments, walking in the rain, singing a familiar song, reminiscing over old photos. Lord, we pray for doctors and nurses and others who care about us and for us. We pray for the researchers who are searching for treatments, therapies, and cures. Most of all, we pray for a world without Alzheimer's. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Welcome to Dementia Dialogue. With this episode, we begin a four-part series on spirituality and dementia. A new episode will be released each month between now and early July. Our series is co-hosted by the Reverend Faye Forbes, a Nova Scotian, mother, and a priest in the Anglican Church. Faye has been diagnosed with dementia and is now a leading advocate. Faye is joined by Lisa Loisel, an independent researcher, longtime facilitator of the full participation of people living with dementia and the convener of this series. I cannot introduce this series without mentioning my friend Ted, who I've been not able to see for over a year because of COVID, during which he moved to a long-term care home as a result of a rapidly progressive frontal temporal dementia. Ted is a deeply spiritual man, and I witnessed how his spiritual core helped him first try to understand, then to cope, and finally simply to find comfort for both him and his partner, Kath. He derived meaning, strength, and compassion for himself and others from his faith. I look forward to seeing him soon and witnessing how his spirit sustains him still. In this episode, Faye and Lisa are in conversation with Jane Kipfer. Jane is an ordained minister and the Schlegel Specialist in Spirituality and Aging at the Schlegel University of Waterloo Research Institute on Aging. I'm Faye, and uh, I want to introduce the first topic of this first episode. It's on spirituality and dementia. I'm so excited to have our guest with us today. So welcome this morning, Jane. Thanks, Faye. 
spirituality mean to you? Spirituality is about connection and it's also about meaning, the depth, the essence of life, what really matters. And then also that transcendence, there being more. So spirituality is about connection, about meaning. Bob Ashley, who wrote about spirituality and aging, talked about spirituality as our capacity to perceive experiences as spiritual. And so uh, thinking about spirituality of dementia, we realize that spirituality isn't something that's dependent on cognition, uh, but it's about more than that, about being fully alive. Yeah, I like to define it myself as something that makes your heart sing. Mm, I love that. I've mm. always been a very spiritual person and, mm-hmm. and in, in so many different ways, not within my faith, but nature and in music mm-hmm. and in art. Yeah, that's, that's a wonderful way of looking at it. it, it religion, I see as, as like a system or a structure. Uh, religions come with a community attached that people might be part of. Whereas spirituality is things that you don't have to follow certain religion in order to, to access in your life. But religion can be a tool within it. People, when you mention the word spirituality, automatically think of religion and faith belief they don't think of it in other aspects yeah true so how do you both express your spirituality there's different dimensions to it so of course i'm a person of faith as well uh, being a practicing christian and someone who has has been in leadership in the church and and spiritual care for others i'm definitely rooted in practices of of my faith prayer and participating in sacraments and and things like that and being part of the church community is all part of my spirituality there's also definitely a part of it that is about about just breathing uh, about staying grounded, about connecting to the earth, to God, to other people, to countering that the scatteredness of life is a big part of what spirituality is. And then there's also the aspect of being in relationship with the world in service and uh, helping make the world a better place, being part of hope and peacemaking in the world. That's important to me. Yeah, community. Yeah. What about you, Faye? Well, I'm very much like Jane. My a lot of my spirituality is is in my faith, being a an active Christian in my church and in my parish and helping those around me and the relationships that are formed. But there's there's a lot more to it. I really enjoy just being quiet, usually outside, but the weather's not always applicable to that. And watch the birds at the feeder or the animals walk through the yard and connecting with nature and the creator in those regards. Just being in awe and wonder of how everything interconnects, not just in nature, but in our own relationships as well. If the snow is falling and it's pristine outside after the flakes have landed, it's beautiful and calm and peaceful. It's like a Christmas card scene. And then the kids come along and they slide down the hill and they put footprints all over the all over the snow and that sereneness is gone. And I was sitting outside the other day thinking it's too bad that everything is disturbed with footprints and everything. And then I thought, no, because 
as they were running up and down the hill and sliding and making snowmen and everything, they were laughing mm -hmm. and they were having fun. And that's as spiritual as the serenity was. It's yeah. just different. Beautiful too, vital, yeah. alive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, having those, having those moments and finding joy in whatever it happens to be. I'm always a person that, that looks at the cup that's not just half full, but overflowing. For a lot of people in our population, when they think of someone living with dementia, they often think about the physical care required or like that's the necessity. But as human beings, we're much, much more than that. Uh, we're more than our physical. Can we just talk about the spirituality in relation to dementia and dementia care? Jane, can you can you tell us a little bit about that? First of all, I want to say that that how we think about dementia and what it means is a spiritual question. What is going on with dementia? How do we understand ourselves as human beings? Where is our identity grounded? And uh, from a spiritual perspective, we see not so much the loss or what is missing or gone, what is present, what is more vital and life-giving. And the, the core being of the person uh, that doesn't go away. So how we think about dementia is a spiritual question. And a spiritual isn't dependent on cognition. I think spirituality is a real resource to us in dementia. I like to think of three aspects of spirituality that endure as dementia progresses. So in contrast to diminishment that we might see physically or, or cognitively, there, there are these aspects that endure and can even become stronger. Another aspect is that longing, being held in part as part of a group is so important and powerful there as well. When people are living with dementia, the community can hold the memory and carry people along when, when it's harder to do individually. And then there's, there's also the aspect being able to connect with the moment and human interaction as well, touch. They're all part of, of spirituality that can be, can be a resource. People who are along the journey of dementia can help us think about the experience of dementia in new ways. Why is it so important though? Why is spirituality an important component of your life? For me, it, it brings joy. It brings purpose to my day. It brings a calming sense of relief, less stress, less anxiety. And I'm speaking as a person who is walking that dementia journey because little things can disrupt your day totally spirituality in whatever form it happens to take at that particular moment is what lifts me up but life is constantly changing isn't it mm -hmm. it is yeah and when you're diagnosed with dementia the first thing you want to do is cocoon yourself and mm -hmm. um, stay away from people and wallow in that diagnosis and mm -hmm. this ability that pulls you back up. And it, it strikes me that that's a lot of responsibility put on 
people living with dementia, but it shouldn't just be the responsibility of those who are living with it to, to find those connections and to pull themselves up. But it's so important that our community gets better at doing that along with people living with dementia, that we become more familiar with the experience, less fearful, countering the stigma, as we often hear, continue friendships to work with change, to walk alongside people. It's awful to lose one's place in the, the community to which one belongs. So how can we do that better? It's just so vital to be known and to be remembered and cherished. Spirituality can reduce the fear that comes with the diagnosis, whether it's that fear can be eliminated and hope then blossoms in its in its wake. I'm curious to hear you talk some more, Faye, about what hope feel like. I heard a story a long time ago about this man who was on a plane and uh, he was deathly afraid of flying. As he looked out the window across the aisle, the rain was coming down and the thunder and lightning was there and he was, we're never gonna make it off the ground. And you know, his worries just went up. And when he looked out the window on his side, he saw blue skies. It just tells us that no matter what we face in life and how bad those storms get, there's sunshine behind the clouds and things can change. And to me, that's hope. You know, I lost my husband when I was 33. I raised three girls on my own. That was one thing I learned when my husband went through cancer, to look for the sunshine. The sun. That also makes me think that, yeah, when you mentioned that life certainly is all easy, that there is, that spirituality um, also gives us permission to lament, to acknowledge that all is not perfect in the world, but, but there's something we can do with that. We can, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. Um, we can, if, from a Christian perspective, we can take that uh, to God in prayer and expect to be heard and then be transformed in that to for what has been and has been lost, perhaps, or for what remains the little things in life. It's funny you say, you know, that we're allowed to lament and mourn our losses. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we don't, we're bottling them up and we'll become like a volcano that just erupts at some Mm -hmm. point in time. And I think of years ago, when people died, you had a funeral and everyone was mourning. Yes, they were sad. They were allowed to be sad. Mm -hmm. Yes, they were allowed to cry. Yes, they were allowed to miss people, but it went on. And now when someone dies, we don't call it a funeral anymore. We call it a celebration of life and we can still mourn. We can still lament. And we can still cry, but we remember the things that that person gave mm-hmm. and yeah, we cherish those as opposed to feeling sorry for ourselves. 
So it gives us permission to move on. Acknowledging the real of what we've experienced, we don't have to be stuck. Enjoying. To journey, you have to find, depending on where you are, find different ways of communicating those emotions. You're still the same person that you were inside mm -hmm. in your heart and in your soul you just can't express them in the same way that you did before so jane as a as a spiritual care provider um how do you support that for people who are living with dementia and their care partners or families largely with presence with being with people taking time to truly listen and uh, find often memories can be jumbled, but they're there. And to take time to hear the words or to sense the, the emotions that people are expressing, be in that moment with people and to get to know people that I can know what their resources are for whom something like particular prayers would be familiar or certain hymns are favorites and, and spot that sparks joy or peace, whether they've had other passions in life that have, um, have lifted them up during times that are, are difficult. Um, find out what, what grounds people and help them to connect with those things that ground them. And it may be going outside, going for a walk or or seeing pictures of grandchildren, or physical touch, just being a shoulder rub. I find when I'm visiting the uh, long-term care homes and doing spiritual care there, presence. Are there any specific supports or resources out there that they don't have somebody like a Faye or a Jane? You know, where can they reach out for, for supports, um, or what kind of supports would be available to them to continue to be able to experience their own spirituality. There are more things being produced all the time. Things like books that would have um, in good readable print, maybe words to a verse of a familiar hymn, like, like great is thy faithfulness, how great thou art, something like that. Be like a one page with lots of white space and the words, and then a beautiful picture on the other side uh, so that people have something that both um, beauty read familiar words and that can connect them those hymns have been significant in the past same with scripture there are some resources produced but that are specifically for people living with dementia that are more accessible in that way i love youtube <laughs> youtube has has gotten to be better and better over this pandemic or having great recordings of hymns uh, sometimes with the words projected as well that you can listen to together and just be transported to a place of connection and transcendence those were specifically christian examples there are some resources for for other faiths and for just connecting um, with spirituality more generally things like sitting down with a with a notebook and taking time to write down things with them, do something creative together, coloring picture together, looking after plant, doing something physical together. The possibilities are endless on the person and it's yeah, rooted in knowing the person to start with, finding out what really, what really matters. And if you are a spouse or a care partner, you could probably find those resources. 
a next level of that is how, you know, somebody working in the retirement home, how can they um, in their jobs, which are, they have so much work to do, how can they support the spiritual needs of, of the people living in retirement or long-term care? What are some simple things that they can do to, if again, there's no Jane or no Faye, because there's not always a spiritual care provider within yeah. uh, long-term care or retirement communities. It's rooted in the attitude, largely of of being in relationship with the people that you are tasked with for and seeing your job as more than a job, but as a relationship with this person to help them live life, acknowledging who they are and the things that they value, turning on the the right music in a room for them that they would like to listen to and uh, just being aware what nurtures their their soul and feeding that uh, as much as you can all day, every day. Yeah, working in a retirement home or a long-term care facility is not just a job, it's a vocation because you have to have a passion for caring for those people. Otherwise, you're not going to build any relationship. It's going to be caring for their physical needs. And the biggest thing is to form that relationship, to laugh with them, to cry with them if necessary, to know them so that you not only know them as your clients, but they also know you, not just as a caregiver to provide the necessary physical things, but they know you personally. Well, the importance of that and the importance of, as a a care partner, saying thank you to the people you are providing care for, for the things that they are contributing to your life. The relationship is mutual and being able to give as well as receive is vital to spirituality. Enjoy each other, laugh together. And whether it's you're laughing because of a joke or you're doing laughter therapy, sing a song together. You know, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. I him read a book together and it can be a children's picture book. It doesn't matter, but just be present. World Mountain, all the things there are to celebrate. The sun shining in the window, the, the food, the people. There's so much that's interesting if we just notice and, and inspiring. Yeah, just sitting in front of the window and feeling the warmth of the sunshine. Much to be grateful for. Well, I am grateful to both of you joining in the conversation today. And Jane, thank you so much for your wisdom and insight in this first episode of our Spirituality and Dementia special series for Dementia Dialogue. Faye, I look forward so much to our journey over the next month or so in talking to all of these special guests, learning more about each other as well, and being present. Jane, it was wonderful to have met you. Glad. I wish and pray for you in your journey dealing with people with dementia and their families and their caregivers. I know that because of your faith, you know that God is with you and uplifting you on each and every experience and relationship. Thank you for that blessing, Faye. It's been a delight to be with both of you today and I wish all the best. Thanks to Jane, Faye, and Lisa for this conversation. 
please join us for our next episode in this series, Spiritual Care, Filling Their Souls, to be released May 18th. Faye and Lisa will interview Christine Thelker and Alicia Bishop. I had the privilege to interview Christine in the episode last fall. We welcome any comments or feedback on this or any other of our episodes. Please write to us at dementia.dialogue at lakeheadu.ca. You can help us let others know about this series by downloading a series poster from our website and sending it to others whom you think might be interested. Resources related to this series will be posted on our website, dementiadialogue.ca. Thank you to the Center for Education and Research at Lakehead University, our institutional sponsor, and to the Public Health Agency of Canada.